This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Spending time with Brock Richardson today on the program. Ramya is away and we'll be back on the show tomorrow. Welcome to Kelly and Ramya. And the word, Brock, is that yesterday you guys finished up the show talking about hockey cards. Well, what's going on? I thought we were bad enough doing baseball. And, of course, you know, I'd love to mention something about basketball and things like that. But I digress. Maybe we'll get into that a little later for a moment. But hockey cards. Um... A lot of expensive stuff. I mean, I've known people who really collect cars, never open them, keep them in. And and I'm sure someday will come that day where they may actually go out and try to sell them. Or, okay, someday will come where their family members left behind will go out and sell their whole collection. What, whatever. But um, one of the things that you guys were going to talk about, I heard on our meeting yesterday, was the Wayne Gretzky card from 1979. And I had that card. And my dad took my hockey card collection that he helped me start that I guess I apparently lost interest in because he gave it to another kid who then went and sold it a few months later for over $200. Uh Just a few months later, Brock. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think. Could you imagine what a few decades later it would have been valued? Yeah, like something like $3.6 million for the whole... Yeah, you, you know, betcha, man. Oh, yeah, boy. That's a lot, that's a lot <laughs> of money. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, it's something else. And there's a lot of people out there who, you know, have them in great condition and everything like that. So, uh, I, I, you know, fedoras off to those people. Folks, it's time to get into a conversation on nutrition. We do this every other Tuesday on the program. Let's welcome in Julia Karanchis. I'm Julia Courageous. Join me on Kelly and Ramya as we dive into the wonderful world of nutrition and wellness with tips to stay healthy and live a vibrant lifestyle. Always love having you on board, Julia. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, Today, we've got an interesting conversation ahead. Um, We're going to be talking about different kinds of foods that really help us out when it comes to, would we say, our brain power? Yeah, our brain power. Good way of putting it. I mean, I personally, as I age, I have noticed I do not retain things as well. I also don't learn things as fast. Um, and I can tell there's, uh, you know, it's slower moving up there. And, you know, our bodies are important. Our brain, though, is the computer, really, for everything. It's the command center. It's the organ that consumes the most energy, which is really important Mm. to note. And so it would make sense to learn about foods that are beneficial for it and what we can eat to to help fuel it. And the great thing about these foods that are good for the brain is that it isn't just one type of food, that there are foods in many different categories. So I think this makes it easier to, you know, digest, pun intended. Um, Yeah to learn about what we can eat to help better fuel our brain and protect it. Yep. Well, when we're talking about fussiness, pickiness, or just simply having choice, we all like that because we're, we're all so different. And when you talk about oh, recall, trying to remember stuff or hold it in your head, 
I always think, oh, my goodness, as I get older, this is just getting so much worse. But I remember, gee, I had trouble since I was five coming up with certain names, certain <laughs> words. But we do know there's a decline and there are things that we can do to work on some of that. So I want to go back to the question that, uh, that really jumps into my head when you talk about powering that computer that uses up so much energy. What categories are we talking about here when we say that regarding foods? Right. So we know that omega-3 is a very beneficial fat for our brain. And we've talked about, you know, flaxseed and other fats in, in various segments before, because it's so very important. Um, but that's one category is omega-3. And so then if you're only considering foods that have omega-3, it can be limiting. So mm -hmm. salmon, right? Some seeds like flax, like we chatted about, but there are also fruits and vegetables that are good for our brain and whole grains and nuts and other seeds besides flax. And this variety allows for multiple opportunities in the day to feed your brain and to protect your brain. And so if you don't like one food or you don't want to keep consuming that food, it's great to have other options to turn to that you can also use in different ways. Or, you know, perhaps it's a seasonal thing. If you like to eat seasonal, not all food is in season all the time. And so it, variety is always so important. So anytime that there's a variety component, it's beneficial. We don't hear a lot about fruits and vegetables when we're talking about you know, brain and associating it with that and being so good. And you wanted to touch a little bit on that as well. Yeah, we always talk about fruits and vegetables for general health. And I mean, obviously, you could lump brain into that category of general health. But specifically, we talk about fruits and vegetables in the the field of heart health and colon health because of their fiber mm -hmm. content. I mean, we've talked yeah. numerous times about fiber. So, so important. Um, but we don't talk about them for, for brain health, but the antioxidants that you find in fruits and vegetables help to protect brain cells from damage. So they can be beneficial when you're talking about the category of brain. Fruits such as bananas are great, blackberries and avocado. Yes, I put avocado in the fruit category. And then vegetables such as broccoli and beets. So these are great sources of vitamin C, specifically broccoli, we know it's great for vitamin C, and flavonoids and other antioxidants that could help contribute to reducing the risk of neurodegenerative diseases. So yes, eat an apple every day, but also broccoli or a banana, also beneficial. You went there with the avocado. That's kind of like people going there with pineapple. <laughs> I did. Oh my goodness, good. Why do you think we don't discuss the brain health? Is it, I mean, I almost feel sometimes because brain seems to be the thing we either know the least about or feel we know the least about, we've found out more about later than we have other areas, or it's one of those things that people just almost, almost instantly go into with doubt. Yeah, I'm sure that helps the brain. Sure, how do you know it helps? The, even though we know it's part of the human body, these are the positive things. Do you think that's kind of why it's just not, spoken enough it's almost like yeah you don't really know how good these bananas are yet we know there's darn well research and so much backing yeah yeah i don't know what the disconnect is you know we focus a lot i mean i maybe it's just me and the and the you know the realm that i hang out in on all of the organs 
you know, from your neck down, like everything that's yeah. in that torso area, yes. the, you know, the stomach, the intestine, places where you're actually digesting your food. We always talk about those, you know, large intestine, small intestine, and then your colon. We focus a lot on heart health, especially when we chat about women's health, because we know cardiovascular disease is the number mm -hmm. one killer of women. And so those discussions are all super important, but there isn't as much conversation in terms of foods for the brain commonly i mean i obviously these are huge fields of research but in the day-to-day -day, you know nobody says oh yeah that's a really good brain food but we would say oh i heard that's really good for heart health um and i'm not sure i'm not sure if it's just because it's such a complex organ and so much research is still yet to be done on it perhaps but it certainly yeah. doesn't seem you know for the common like us common folk who are not in the world of academia to chat about it a lot and maybe we're forgetting to, and maybe that's a direct correlation. Maybe that speaks for itself. Yeah, I think we worry about it more on the level of strokes and things like that that could happen, right, damage that yeah. could happen to it, as opposed to keep it being effective and, and, and keep it working. Okay, I want to go back to your bananas. What do they do in terms of brain health? Yeah, bananas. I know we talk about bananas for potassium, uh, which is so good for heart health. Uh, yeah. But bananas are also a source of an amino acid called tryptophan. And this is kind of alarming if you're not used to chatting about bananas and the, um, you know, as a as a source of amino acids, because typically amino acids come from meat things. But this right. amino acid helps our body make a hormone called serotonin, which is good for our mood. And it also may help increase a person's ability to learn things or remember things. And this is where uh, it hit home for me because I do have issues remembering things. So we typically do get amino acids from protein-rich foods. Um, obviously, anything that came from an animal would be a protein-rich right, food. Like our turkeys would of... have the tryptophan, right? We, we always hear about yeah. it connected with turkey. We do, we do. Uh, and then any animal product is a source of a complete protein, and so you'd be getting tryptophan in it. But there is lots of plant-based sources of amino acids. Obviously, that's how people are able to maintain a vegan diet. There's lots of other opportunity to get these nutrients. And so banana is one of them. So, you know, equally as important to learn about where the amino acids come from, because now you, yes, you could eat turkey or you could have a banana every day, which, yes, would also be very good for your colon health, which is lovely to think about. But if you're not going to be eating meat all the time, you do maybe want to learn about where else you could be getting some key nutrients from. And all of this variety, again, just helps to create a more balanced diet. Uh, banana is my favorite fruit, without a doubt. Like, if I could choose my fruit, I would say banana, then strawberries, then maybe the apple. But banana is definitely yeah. the one that I go to almost right away because you can, you know, put it in smoothies. You can just eat it straight. You can do whatever you want to do with it. So I yeah, like play bananas. play it smart, have it on a Sunday. Yeah. The nice thing about the banana is that I think it's pretty consistent in terms of taste because you can yes. get strawberries that taste really different depending on what season you've purchased them in, right? Some of them are kind of like little candies. And then other times they can have no flavor and blueberries are the same thing, even texture with blueberries. I mean, I've had some blueberries where the texture deviates a lot. Um, oh yeah. And there's those little soft apples. ones are your favorite. Yeah. Like the juicy <laughs> ones when you bite into them and it's kind yeah. of like a candy. So great. Yeah. And even apples, there's so many varieties of apples and you could also buy an apple, you bite into it and not, 
the, the texture's off or it's softer than you thought it was going to be on the inside. And so it sometimes, you know, yeah, it's I not was... always palatable, but bananas mm -hmm. are I... consistent. I mean, they're, they always taste the same. I was thinking more of the banana bread, Kelly, if you wanted to go in the uh, I'm sure. of things. Yeah, yeah long as it's hidden. No, 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 no. You're just going to have them. And just, you can't have it look the same all the time. Yeah. Julia, yeah. do you have anything more on avocados? You did touch on it just a little bit, but did you have anything more oh, on yeah, avocados? Let's, sure. Yeah, let's chat about that because I, I talked about the fruits and vegetables. I put them all together, but they do do different things. So avocados are fatty, fleshy fruit. Um help to lower blood pressure and having lower blood pressure appears to be beneficial for cognitive function. So avocados would be good for that. In addition, they also provide great levels of an antioxidant called lutein, which studies show help to increase cellular activity, which is important because as we talked about at the very beginning of the segment, the brain is the most energy consuming organ. So great fuel for the brain when you look at it like that. Okay. All right, so let's round them up. We have bananas, broccoli, avocados, anything else we can add that would be easy to incorporate? Okay, I know it's not the same, but going off what Brock said about how easy it is to put in a smoothie, spinach. Spinach, you can throw a handful into your soup, stew, on top of any stir-fry dish into your smoothie. Spinach contains beta-carotene and lutein. Uh, which uh, a study done in 2020 that was published in the Journal of Nutrition found that these nutrients have beneficial effects on cognitive function. So it would be, you know, useful to eat these on a daily basis. And I do want to note that we want to eat these foods on a daily basis. And the occasional handful of spinach here, one banana a week, isn't, you know, isn't going to do the job. It is really part of developing the healthy habits and the consistency that you you would really feel the benefit of these things. Rock, you buying that spinach in your smoothie with the banana? <laughs> no, I think I'll take uh. one of those out and I'll leave you to decide which one I'm taking out. Uh, well, I figured that. All right, all right, okay, so okay. Uh, thanks a lot, Julia, absolutely wonderful, for perfect, a good uh, food for thought. Thanks, guys. Join Julia Carantius for our Nutrition Talks every other Tuesday opposite wellness with Francis Wong here on the program. We step aside for just a couple of moments. When we return, Dave Sanderson is a survivor of USA Flight 1549 and joins us to talk about the experiences and meaning he derived from the crash 15 years ago. We talk next. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.